This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good evening, y'all. Welcome to night number two of our Campfire Tales. Tonight, we're going to head over to the southwestern corner of West Virginia, where we'll take a stroll up Bud Mountain. Now, not many folks live in this isolated area, but those who do say that this otherwise nondescript place is haunted by a number of local spirits. And the most infamous is a man whose name is Berg Hammond. Back in the early 19th century, before coal became king and West Virginia was even a state, most folks who came out to this neck of the woods were homesteaders, self-reliant settlers looking to own a piece of land, farm it, and make a life for themselves without all the trappings of city life. So men like Berg Hammond helped them. Hammond was a peddler, a traveling salesman who meandered his way through the region in a wagon filled with items that you otherwise couldn't find unless you took the long journey into town. He sold all sorts of things from clothing to kitchenware, household goods, and even toys. And to folks he sold to, the arrival of his horse-drawn wagon was a welcome sight for sore eyes. The Encyclopedia of West Virginia quotes a woman who grew up in a rural county during the 1880s as saying that visits from peddlers like Berg, quote, gave us something to look forward to. It was almost like having Santa Claus come. We loved to see the big bundle opened up, for we seldom saw new things. But Berg was a little different than some of his peers, because not only did he bring all sorts of traditional wares, but he also carried with him a number of musical instruments, all of which he knew how to play. And for this reason, he didn't really think of himself as a peddler the way his customers did. He believed he was a creative, a musician, out on the road, entertaining folks everywhere he went. But of all the instruments he carried and played, the one that gave him the biggest draw was the fiddle. This, of course, made the sight of Berg coming into a town an even bigger treat than most. He was always received with the utmost excitement and got numerous invitations to stay the night at a local farmer's house, have a hot meal, and a soft bed. But as you can imagine, life on the road out there wasn't easy. Communities were few and far between, 
and it would sometimes take Berg days to travel between them. On seldom used dirt roads, winding through the treacherous mountains of Appalachia. And this was all in a heavy wagon pulled by a couple of old horses. This was a lonely life, and it's no wonder why Berg picked up the fiddle. Unfortunately, after years of making his way through these mountains, the fiddler's good fortune came to an end. According to local lore, one evening Berg was caught out in the rain while traveling along the winding roads of Bud Mountain, hoping that if he and his horses could just make their way over the peak, hoping that if he and his horses could just make their way over the peak, he might find a dry place to stop and spend the night. He pressed on. But as the sun began to fade, a deep fog set in, and the path became more and more dangerous as rain fell harder and harder. Berg had no light to guide him, and although he had traveled these roads many times over the years, he soon found that he had somehow drifted off the worn path. It was then, amidst the confusion and darkness, that his horses got spooked. They reared up in terror with fear-filled neighs as Berg attempted to regain control of his wagon. But after sliding backward, it began to tumble down the steep side of Bud Mountain. It took quite a bit of time before folks realized that their favorite fiddle-playing peddler was missing. It took even longer for them to find him. And when they finally did, they discovered what they had feared. Berg and his horses had met their fate on that stormy night. Yet in spite of his death, old Berg Hammond wasn't done sawing on that fiddle. And it wasn't long till people started to notice. Folks who knew him claimed to hear those familiar melodies echoing through the air on stormy nights. And to this very day, locals claim that he'll even play for you on demand if you just go ahead and ask. Berg Hammond, let's hear some of those pretty tunes. My name is Brandon Schecksneider, and you've been listening to Southern Gothic. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Cheers!